He said he didn't know, only that it was soon after you. He trailed off and glanced around the restaurant, as though to be sure no one could overhear him. Came into your powers. Ah, yes, my powers. Something I suddenly acquired when I was about 13. I used to try and talk with my dad about this mysterious ability I have that gives me access into certain guns' history. I met Caleb that way last year through a connection instilled within an 1810 blunderbuss he inherited, handed down in his family for several generations. As it happened, the blunderbuss wasn't all he inherited, but that's a different story. Suffice it to say, he found power of his own. Anyway, Dad doesn't want to hear about this ability of mine. He hates all mention of power, not only because of the danger it sometimes puts me in, but because my mother had talent, too, stronger than mine. He always thought the power came first with her, their life together sacrificed on its altar. I don't know, but sometimes I think he almost hates me. I'm a genetic freak, I guess. The magic I inherited from my mother, the gunsmithing ability from my dad, put them together, and it was no wonder certain guns keyed a power that allowed, no, insisted, I go back in time to interact within their history. Unfortunately, I have yet to find a history that doesn't include fear, pain, and danger. Just once, I'd like to blunder into a story that is also a comedy, all of which doesn't explain my acquired aversion to horses when once I'd loved them so much. And frankly, I didn't feel like dragging my nightmares into the open now, so all I said to Caleb was, I think Dad is getting a little forgetful lately. Have you noticed? I've noticed you're changing the gist of this conversation. He swallowed the other half of my sandwich in two bites. Yes, I am. I sat back and slurped a huckleberry milkshake, rich and thick enough to make up for the lousy hamburger. What the heck? Nobody could hear me anyway, over the chicks. I must have vented some of my crabbiness in the slurping, for when the song ended, I went back to Caleb's first question. Why do you want to visit a horse ranch? Do you have a patient from there? I was hoping. Caleb finally unrolled the magazine he was carrying so I could see the genre. It was a locally published news mag, Horse Previews magazine, to be exact, dealing with horses and other livestock for sale in our area. I nearly groaned out loud, already certain I knew what he was going to say. No patient, sugar. It's my day off, and I have a yen to see a horse that's advertised for sale in here. The magazine dropped open at a well-studied page. What for? Stupid question. I refused to look at the picture, although my peripheral vision caught the edge of it. The photo was of a showy Appaloosa, its hindquarters heavily blanketed with dark spots. Caleb blinked and gave me one of those looks. Maybe I'd just like to look at horses. For a reason I couldn't quite fathom, his reply sent shivers down my spine. From previous experience, I knew he had an affinity with horses, but there seemed something vague and mystical about this simple sentence. An inner voice was telling me we'd both be better off if he skipped the pleasure. Another glance from the corner of my eye expanded on this idea, especially when it comes to this particular animal. I knew he'd buy it once the two got together. You don't have a place to keep a horse, I pointed out. He shrugged. There are lots of people looking to board a horse, sugar. There's a place not far from you. 
If he'd already scouted around for a boarding stable, he must be serious. More, his actions showed this wasn't any spur-of-the-mint decision. He'd had it in mind for quite a while. The music switched from the Dixie Chicks to an oldie by Garth Brooks, grating on my senses. My nerves were already jumping, although I had no idea why. Or maybe I did. But a dream? What had been in that dream to disturb me like this? I couldn't put my finger on the real cause, so of course I snapped at Caleb. When do you plan on riding this horse? You barely have any spare time as it is. And never enough for me, I could have added. Bad enough, his work kept him hopping. Why did he have to go looking for something else to keep us apart? I'll find the opportunity, he said, on my days off, when you're busy. He was beginning to sound a tad annoyed, and with it his North Carolina accent grew more pronounced. I should probably back off, I told myself.